This week's episode is brought to you by the letter M because we are talking about making money with memberships, masterminds, mindset, manifestation, and honestly, so much more. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. I am ridiculously excited for this episode, so much so that I actually am releasing it an entire month early. So in January and February, I was actually going to start this revenue series where I'm interviewing different entrepreneurs who make money in ways that I don't, because I feel like you hear about courses and small digital products all of the time, but I want to know stuff about like doing memberships and drop shipping and physical products and selling printables and private labeling things. Like there are so many more ways to make money that I don't normally talk about. So we are going to start doing an interview with people on different revenue series. And honestly, I had originally made it like January and February. But I just think going forward on for most guests, that's truly what I'm after. So if that's something that you're down with, if you'd like to know more about making money with something like, I don't know, a sponsored post or something like that, let me know over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. Send me a DM. I want to know what money revenue generator you want to hear about, or if it's one that you do that's not commonly talked about, pitch me. Like I would love to be able to get you in front of our audience in 2022 because Y'all, it really does align with my word of the year, which you will hear about the week of Christmas. So this interview was amazing. We talked about so many things that we actually did not have a chance to bring up. Faith's amazing free holiday abundance bundle. Sound familiar? It is going to be going on from December 13th at about 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until December 19th. So you're looking at a week to be able to get amazing free gifts. Your girl over here is giving out some newsletter templates. I'm super excited for those. That is actually the last time that I plan on giving away free newsletter templates per se, or at least the size of the bundle that I'm giving away with that. So all you need to do to get on the wait list is head on over to katedoster.com forward slash holiday. And when it is open in real time, that link katedoster.com forward slash holiday is going to turn up into the sign up page. So In this interview, especially towards the end, because I do want to be transparent, we are going to have Faith really break down how she makes money with her membership. And she's going to be talking a little bit about her high priced mastermind. So I will say that her mastermind isn't like super like a gajillion dollars for like, you know, five minutes access to Faith, but it is one of her most higher, more exclusive offers. And again, I wanted to really interview and get to the nitty gritty with people about how they are making their money in ways in particular that I don't. So we're going to be talking about those. Um, and honestly, Faith probably said one of the best things I've ever ever, 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 ever heard about what to base your membership site off of in the middle towards the end of the interview. But really what Faith is the absolute best for, what she's known for, why she's been a repeat guest is the way that Faith looks at mindset and being aligned and what actually alignment means, because people say that so often, is just so amazing. She's going to talk us about a little bit about clear thoughts. She just had one of the best phrases that I absolutely love the most, which is indulging in indecision. I was like, Faith, stop, stop cutting to the core of me. We're going to actually talk about what happens if nobody buys. We're going to be talking about if you've been thinking about a membership model, if you are really concerned that, oh my goodness, now you're going to have all these people's results that you're responsible for and you can't put that energetic boundary around it. 
we're going to talk about what you can do there. And I absolutely love the analogy that she uses so much. We are going to talk about what happens if your friends and family are not actually supporting your goals and your dreams. And that phrase that I know can be so hard for so many of us that you've changed or you're not the same person anymore. And I just love the way Faith reframes this. And the other thing that I do want to mention, I know this intro has gone so long, but it's such a great interview. Faith is somebody who not only has a natural skill at coaching people at this whole mindset thing, but she actively, actively gets better at that skill. I think that some of us, we, one, feel guilty about charging for our talents. And then two, if we're naturally gifted at something, we don't feel the need to have to sharpen our school, our skills to learn from others. And Faith does the exact opposite. She knows that she's amazing at coaching, but she knows she can always get better. She knows that she can learn different techniques. She knows that this is a skill that she can work on. So I just, I just absolutely love that because I feel like all of us sometimes can slack a little bit in that department. So Without further ado, let's go ahead and talk to Faith. We're not going to have a McDonald's moment in this one because Faith already shared that, but she is going to talk about what she has been doing to scale herself to seven figures. And I'll see you guys next week. All right, my inbox besties, besties. So we have one of our most popular guest episodes that we've ever had was actually Faith that we had a couple uh, I want to say years ago, but you know how time time ago, right? Like, you know how time is. I'm like, it could have been like February. Kate, what are you talking about? Like, I'm pretty sure it's in 2020, but I can tell you, we got a lot of amazing feedback. So I am so excited to be welcoming Faith back. Cause like you said, I feel like everyone has lived like five years in the last, like, you know, year and a half. And so I'm sure that the things that you have learned about, because we talked, you know, a lot about mindset. And I know we're going to talk about that today and about taking risk and also a little tactical. We're going to be talking about running a membership site as well, because I think that's a model that a lot of people really want to get into. So before we get into all of that, why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself in case we have some new listeners? Sure. I'm Faith Mariah. I help online business owners with their mindset and I help them make full-time income without the drama. All, I think a lot of us, when we're growing our business, have a lot of doubt and a lot of fear. Is this going to work? Am I doing it right? All of that stuff. And I teach entrepreneurs how to manage their mind so they can get to full-time income faster without all of the mental gymnastics. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. I love that so, so much. And like I said, what I love about Faith so much, I think why we get along so well is because we're very much like you need to have like the spiritual and the energetic, but you need the action to like back it up. (laughs) Yeah. We're both massive action takers. I know you and I have that in common, but it's also like, I don't take action that's not aligned. Right. So, and I know you don't either. Like we really do the work about cleaning up your mindset, getting behind what you're doing, getting all of it emotionally and mentally aligned, and then taking a ton of action. Could you talk a little bit about what being aligned actually means. And I know that this is kind of a a longer sort of signature process, but about how to get rid of like some of like those emotions and all that. Yeah, this is how I coach people. And what I coach a lot on in my mastermind is you make your plan and then you think clean thoughts about it and you sell yourself on why that plan is awesome and why you want to do it. And you don't indulge in a lot of, maybe I should do this, or am I doing it right? Or maybe we should change the date, or maybe we should change. You just make decisions, you decide it's right, and then you sell yourself on why it's great. And I think what happens a lot of times with entrepreneurs is we make decisions, but then we're like, 
oh, but like Jessica's doing that. Like maybe I should do that. Or like so-and-so's like over there and there's all these shiny objects all the time and it can split your energy and knock you out of alignment. So I coach people on make the decision, decide you're going to do it or not. And then once you make the decision, you sell yourself on why that's the perfect decision. And I teach you it's the perfect decision when you decide it's the perfect decision, basically. (laughs) Yeah, which makes a lot. I'm over here like, yeah, you know, it makes a lot of sense. I do actually have a question because I can hear everybody asking, what exactly do you mean by clean thoughts? I think to me, clean thoughts means you're not indulging in a lot of confusion. So I think confusion is a choice. I know that's going to trigger some people. (laughs) We're going to talk a little bit more about that. I like that. And I think it also comes from this place of thinking there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. So a lot Mm of entrepreneurs think I have to figure out the right way to do it um, so I don't mess up and do it the wrong way. But I don't think there's any right or wrong. I teach people... There's only making decisions and being slow. <laughs> so. Oh, I like that. Making decisions and being slow. Oh, talk to me about that one. Yeah, there's no <laughs> – that sounds like harsh. But there's no, there's no right or wrong. But, but what happens is people indulge in this confusion around, I have to figure out the right way. And they think they're going to spend a lot of time thinking about their business and thinking about the decision. And that's actually a thought error. So a really common mm-hmm. thought error entrepreneurs have – is delegating decision-making to their future self, thinking decisions will be easier to make in the future. And that's almost never the case. You probably have everything you need to make all the decisions you need right now. And so I teach people to clean up their thoughts by teaching them to be decisive. Yes, you're going to do it or no, you're not. And then lining up your thoughts, like I said, with that decision and you don't indulge in a lot of confusion around it and a lot of doubt. You just sell yourself and go all in on your choices and you have your own back. Can you think of any time in your own business before you had sort of adopted this mindset and really flushed out this essentially this framework for taking action where you yourself were like waffling back and forth or you were, um, what did you say? Something like indulging in confusion. Yeah, I did this for a long time with hiring a team and it cost me a ton of money, like where I knew I needed to hire, but instead of making that decision and being clean, right, and deciding, yes, I'm going to hire a team, this is going to be the position and going all in on that decision. I did a lot of like, I don't know if it's the right time and maybe it should be this or maybe it should be that. And I was super indecisive for probably about two years <laughs> before I hired Ooh. my first assistant. <laughs> don't do that. Same. <laughs> don't do it. Learn from our mistakes. We were dumb. Yeah. Kate and I both love our team. Like hire <laughs> an assistant when you start making money. <laughs> yeah. But I I think that that mistake, like being indecisive about that, because I knew I needed to make that decision, right? But it felt scary and overwhelming. And I was telling a story, I don't have the experience to make this decision. And I don't know if it's the right decision. And that story kept me from taking the action I knew I needed to take to grow the business. And it ended up costing me a ton of money because there's only so much you can do as a single person. And so it meant that my business grew a lot slower. And I think indecision in business costs people more money than they realize. 
Oh, I absolutely realize like that is that is a mic drop. We've already had so many mic drops and we've only been <laughs> recording for a couple of minutes. Like I said, I absolutely love this. And this is why we had to have Faith back on the show so she could really sort of talk about this. And I have to say, I think that especially in the the business to business space, you see a lot of like business coaches and you're kind of like, eh. But like, I have to say, I know that you are a little bit reluctant to call yourself a business coach. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. But I just think that you are probably, I don't know if this is a natural skill that you have or a natural skill that you have, and then you've worked on it to improve it. But like, you are an amazing coach. I would just like to say that. Thank you. That's something I take really seriously. So I spent a lot of time studying that and thinking about that. So that's like the best compliment you could give me, really. (laughs) (laughs) And that's something too that I want everyone to really pay attention to, even though Faith does have this natural gift for coaching, for pulling people out of this indulgence of confusion, it's a skill that she works on. She invests in herself. She invests in other programs. She's invested in building a team and everyone around to support everything that's going on. Now, we recently actually had Monica Freeze on the show, and I had asked her what her mission was. So what would you say is your mission? Because I've been finding this really intriguing lately. Yeah, my focus right now is I want to get people that are doing side hustles but are like stuck and just cannot get to that full-time income place. My mission is really getting them to full-time income faster. Because what I see happen is people start these side hustles and maybe they take some courses, but they don't have the resources to manage their own brain. They indulge in a ton of drama and a ton of indecision, and it keeps them stuck for a very long time. And then they eventually end up quitting because you can only work for low wage for so long. And Mm -hmm. so I really see my mission as getting people through that gap of when they have the idea and they're kind of doing a little bit. And then it's like, okay, let's take you full time and get you where you want to be as fast as possible by cleaning up your mind and not indulging in drama and making decisions quickly and stepping into kind of a power powerful leadership role in your business. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Like how, and I realize this is a loaded question, but how does somebody who's sort of stuck in that messy middle, which I feel like a lot of people are, um, they're either like, oh man, like I'm not a super beginner, but like I'm not ready to scale. How do you actually get them thinking and acting like a leader? Like, are you telling them like, oh, do this, do this, do that? Is it more of like battling their own brain? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, I don't, I, (laughs) this is actually like a joke in my community that we have, because I very rarely ever tell people like, do this, do this, do this. I really want to empower you that you're the leader of your business and no one knows your business better than you. No one. I don't care how much money they've made or how fancy of a business coach they are. Like no one can know your mission and your audience the way you do. And so it's great to have mentors and it's great to have people take to take advice from. But at the end of the day, you need to step up into that role and decide I'm the one that calls the shots. I'm going to decide to have my own back and not be confused and move this business forward. And I really try to get women, especially to step into that kind of next level leadership role in their own business. So say we are, and I know that the, the mechanic that you usually use this with primarily is your mastermind and we're definitely, or excuse me, your mastermind and you've got a membership, but mainly it's the membership. So we're going to talk a little bit about how that actually works in a second. But 
for the ladies that you do help in your membership community and in the mastermind and all of that, say that they're like, yes, I'm a leader. They go ahead, they make a decision, like, you know, they're going to create a product. They go ahead, they do it, they launch it. And like, nobody buys. Yeah. We celebrate, we celebrate that in my community. That to me is like a win. Cause I'm like, if you're trying things out, I can help you. We can problem solve. But if you're not selling anything, I can't help you. Like there's nothing, I can't help you. I can help you plan your launch. But if you never launch that and you never put anything out in the world and you're not willing to try to get people to buy, I don't have any data to look at to know we even tested anything. So we celebrate $0 launches. And I always say, you're either going to get the outcome you want, or you're going to get the lesson you need. So it's fine either way. It doesn't matter if no one buys. And it's interesting to me, this fear about no one buying, because a lot Mm -hmm. of people, that's the outcome you're getting right now. (laughs) Like People are already (laughs) not buying. So the worst thing that happens is you launch something and no one buys, which is the outcome you literally already have. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's like, you know, it's a rite of passage for some entrepreneurs. Like sometimes this happens to me still. Like sometimes I think I have an idea that's like great and it's not the best thing in the world. Right. So we have to go back to the drawing board and redo the messaging and workshop it. But you can always problem solve when you have data to look at. 100% because you don't, again, when people like worried about typos, I'm like, that's a badge of honor. That means you actually took action. Same thing with the failing. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, and I don't want to say it's a failed launch because I don't think that it is. But when you don't get the outcome that you have wanted, I think that resiliency and that ability to be able to detach yourself, like everyone gets a human moment, but that ability to detach yourself from this failed, I'm a failure as just like, oh, well, that didn't work. What should we try next? Yeah, it gets really loaded for people. And I coach people through this a lot. But what I really tell people is like, you need to get in the game, right? And so if you're launching something, even if no one buys, it's like you're in the pool, like you're going to learn to swim, you have to get in the pool. I can't tell you how to swim step by step if you're not willing to get in the pool. And what I see happen with entrepreneurs is they're like, it's like, it's like, they want to learn to ride a bike and not get on the bike. And they want me to tell them, they're like, I need you to tell me step-by-step exactly how to ride a bike. And I'm like, that's not, that's not how this goes. Like you just got to get on the bike and you learn by doing, you don't learn by studying, by thinking about it, by having me tell you exactly what to do. Like none of that is actually helpful if you're not ever going to actually get on the bike and pedal it. Yeah, 100 million percent, especially about that swimming analogy. I know I've said it before, I'm like, no one learned how to swim by reading a book. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure that it helped, but you know, you've got to get in the water. You need to be able to take some action. So I also know that besides with like mindset and making the decision, would you consider this part of like manifestation or would you consider this something a little bit different or both? I mean, I think I see it all kind of the same, like manifestation is part of my like spiritual belief, right? But mm-hmm. I like to line up, I like to line up my thoughts, feelings and action with the outcome that I want. And what I see people mm-hmm. do a lot is they're 
trying different action, trying different action, trying different action. They're like, I'm going to do Instagram. I'm going to do a Facebook group. I'm going to do a launch. I'm going to do this. And they're actioning all over the place. But their thoughts are like, I don't think my work is that good. And I don't know if this is ever going to work. And they have all these thoughts that don't line up with the outcome of creating clients or the outcome of bringing money into their business. And so, you know, I don't know if it's manifestation or mindset or not. I just know it works and it works for me and it works for my clients. It's like the game is like, can you line your thoughts, feelings and actions up with the result that you want for a long enough period of time? And this is where people get messed up too, is, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes our reality time to shift and that's a good thing. We don't want every time we change our thoughts or every time we change our feelings or our entire external reality to shift. But because people can't see the immediate change, they make that mean that it's not working. And what I teach is like, it's, it's just a gap in time. And it's like, can you keep lining your thoughts, feelings and actions up for a long enough period of time? And if you do that, your external reality will change to match that. It just, it just can't not, right? I don't see any way how that can't not create results for you. Would you rather crawl across glass naked or have to stand in line at the DMV with Taco Bell tummy? You know what I'm talking about. Then actually have to write an email to your list. I mean, you don't want to come off too salesy and what if you're boring and you don't want to add to all of the noise. And somehow every single week, besides the cold sweat, you bust out with being finger tied, you know, instead of tongue tied because you're actually typing. Don't you just wish that you could just magically snap your fingers and almost have somebody else write your emails for you? Well, that's exactly what you're going to get when you invest in the Email Marketing Fairy. The Email Marketing Fairy template set is over 50 grab and go newsletters, welcome series, and even an 11 part sales funnel that you can use as an amazing jumping off point to actually write emails that connect with your audience, get replies, and most importantly, get those buy buttons hit. And all you need to do to get your hands on this, along with almost $100 worth of free bonuses, is by heading on over to TheEmailMarketingFairy.com. That's right, head on over to TheEmailMarketingFairy.com and you will never have to awkwardly tell your list, hey, I know it's been a while, ever again. I 100% agree. So how would you say that you've used that process of aligning your thoughts, feelings, and actions and allowing a long enough period of time and sort of getting comfortable in that gap with a goal that you've had in your business? Walk us back to, you know, either last year or this year, or even a couple of years ago, how have you used this process for something? What was that big hairy goal that you've had that you've been able to accomplish with this? Yeah, this is my exact process for how I've scaled my business, right? I did it to get us to six figures, and then we actually doubled this year. So we're going to do multiple six figures this year. Um, And I'm going to scale all the way to a million, right? And I'm just going to do it by just thinking the thoughts. I'm like, what does a million dollar business owner feel like? What does she think like? And when you start doing that, you start to kind of realize some of the things that we're indulging in that seem like huge problems and huge issues actually aren't that big of a deal. And we actually need to focus on some bigger things. Um, And so I just really, this, I can't stress enough, like how effective this is. Like this has changed Mm -hmm. my entire life in such a short amount of time. It's completely bananas. And not only my external reality where I have more money now, which is great, But like the experience of being faith in the world and how I am and how I be is different because I'm lining up with this kind of future version of myself all the time. And it feels 
very expansive, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. How, how do you help people who they themselves are working on, like you said, aligning their thoughts, their feelings, their actions, thinking like, okay, how does a millionaire or someone who's running a multi-million dollar business, like what are her thought processes? Uh, what are their feelings that they have? What are actions are they taking? Um, you had mentioned that it sort of shifted into how you actually were in the outside world. What if somebody right now listening is trying to go through that process and they are coming up against resistance from the people around them? Like they are getting that like, oh, you know, Faith, you've changed. You're not the same person that you were a couple of years ago. How do you help people deal with that? Yeah, I coach people on this a lot too. And I I tell people, I'm like, it's okay for people to be wrong. Like they can be wrong about you. (laughs) I'm always just like, like, that's okay for them to think. It's not a problem that people think that. Like they get to think whatever they want. And we want to stay out of other people's business. This is part of the clean thinking that I teach also is like, stay out of other people's business and stay out of God's business. And you stay in your business. And what other people are thinking about you is ultimately their business. And at the end of the day, you don't need anyone else to believe in you. It's like you need to believe in you. A lot of times when we doubt belief, that's when we start looking at what other people say and wanting other people to support us. But at the end of the day, it's like it has to come from you. Do you believe in what you're doing? Do you believe in your message? Do you believe in your business? And if you do, it's like it's fine for other people to doubt you or think you're doing it wrong or judge you. That's totally fine. It's not a problem for them to think that at all. But like, let's be real. That can be really hard (laughs) for people a lot of the time, especially if it's just like, them on their lonesome because like again making money on the internet like while we feel like it's been around forever I still think that other people sort of scoff at that and they scoff at your dreams there's this quote and I forget who it's from that's the people who have done more than you will never make fun of you it's the people that are always doing less and so true so I'm wondering out of curiosity knowing how it's so hard to sort of really keep yourself in that mindset in that sort of believing with you is that why you chose the model of really basing your paid products around a community aspect. Yeah. I mean, I think community is really important for entrepreneurship. I had a very isolating experience growing my business and I actually didn't have anybody supporting me. Right. And I remember kind of like floating my ideas to like my boyfriend at the time and like kind of floating it to like my parents kind of being like, I think I'm going to like talk about mental health and like start a blog. And I would just kind of like mention it. And I just wanted so bad for someone to tell me it was a good idea. <laughs> like, just like, yes. someone, like, someone, like validate this for me. Right. But at the end of the day, like that was never going to happen for me. I didn't have anyone to do that for me. And so I had to build my business basically completely on my own by taking at that time, I was just taking online courses. I had never built a business. I am the least tech savvy person on earth. I didn't even have a smartphone. I didn't have social media. Like I was just so out of my element and so alone for such a huge part of my journey. And everything changed for me and started being easier and more fun when my network of people got bigger and I started having a community and I started paying to go in masterminds or paying to go in group programs. And so I created my membership for people to have that community without paying thousands of dollars for it. 
So can you, because like I said a little bit in the beginning of this, because, you know, we love practical and mindset because you can't have one without the other. Honestly, I feel like mindset's 90, possibly 95. Um, and strategy is like 5% because you got to execute it. So what does your membership model actually look like? So like, do they get like new content every month? Like, is it like coaching calls? Like what's really like the nuts and bolts of this? I based my membership when I was planning it on the things that I actually like to do. And the things that I like to do is get on Zoom and coach people and talk to them about their business and answer questions for them. And I'm just a coach. It's just who I am, right? It's just kind of how I be in the world. So my membership is based on that because that caters to my skills and what I like to do. And because of that, it's made it incredibly sustainable for me, right? It's like, I'm doing the things that don't drain me that I love doing. I'm so excited for our, we have a Tuesday night call we have every week and I'm so excited Mm -hmm. for that call every week. It never feels like, oh my God, I have to record this module for the membership. And it's not (laughs) that, it's not that recording the modules would be wrong if that's in alignment with you and that's what you love and you love teaching and the slides and you love breaking down hard concepts into simple steps for people. Like you could make a membership about that. It's just my membership is coaching because that's, that's me, right? <laughs> I love the simplicity, but truly the alignment of that. Because I think when people are looking to set up that that reoccurring income and that membership model, they usually think of stuff. Like they're thinking of like, oh, like Canva templates or courses or like this, like whether or not it's in the business to business space, which I know both of us are like, don't get into business to business to <laughs> consumers. I'm telling you it's more interesting and profitable. <laughs> they don't believe us. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I'm serious. Way more people want to take care of their plants than, than be a boss or an entrepreneur. This stuff isn't fun. Yeah, this is such an oversaturated space, truly. It's it's not, I think people think like, oh, you go in that space and you just make tons of money and people just throw cash at you. And I'm like, it's not that. Like, <laughs> there's so many people, you know, doing things in this space, which is fine. But I think when you're making your membership too, like I would say, start with the result that you're going to get for them. Mm. And so for me, I wanted to help people, you know, get through that gap. Like I was talking about that gap in the beginning of their business. And I think the best way to do that is to coach people and talk Mm -hmm. to people and help them on zoom. And I felt like they had enough courses and they had enough modules. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was really looking at how do I get the best outcome for my client and how do I do that in a way that's not draining for me? Because when you're running a membership, it's month after month after month. If you don't like coaching and you do a coaching membership and model your thing after my model, it's not going to work for you because you're not going to want to get on coaching calls all the time to help people. Yeah, 100%. Again, and that's why I think that it just makes it so aligned. So say somebody really does love coaching. They're like, you know what? I'm so excited because I hate creating stuff like (laughs) courses and handouts. It's the worst. But... (laughs) I don't know. And I think that this goes right back to that thoughts, feelings, actions. I don't know if I could take on helping the amount of people in a membership. Like maybe they feel like they're better off like one-on-one or maybe one to a couple, but the thought of 
I guess, being responsible for hundreds of people's results in whatever they want, whether it is getting amazing cookies, whether it is building a business, whether it is, you know, being able to deadlift 315, one of those types of scenarios. How do you keep yourself from tying your self-worth or your energy to other people's results? Yeah, this is such a good question. And it's so important, especially when you're doing sales, right? A lot of people, when they're doing sales, they're like, I want my launch to go good. So I know my product is good. So I can feel good about my work. And it's like, whether someone buys it or not, you can still believe in your work and believe in yourself. And that's really the work of doing an of being an entrepreneur, I think, truly. I forgot what your question was. Oh my God, I got totally sidetracked. <laughs> it is, how can people who maybe they have an inkling that they want a membership or they want like that traditional like one-to-many model because oh, like everyone's always talking about it, but they're nervous that there's not enough of them to go around. Like you had said that you base it off of coaching because you love coaching. And so maybe we have somebody that's listening who maybe has done one-on-one or maybe done like a small mastermind of like five because they're like, I can handle that. How can they handle 200, 300, 1,000 people like and keep their own boundaries, if that makes sense? Yeah, I think that's a really smart thing to think about when you're setting up a membership and thinking about it being sustainable. Because if you start a membership, mm-hmm. you want it to be something you can run for uh, ideally years or forever even. And the way I think about it is the, the mastermind I have, the membership I have is like a gym membership. So mm-hmm. the gym isn't responsible for your results. <laughs> so some people, <laughs> some people join the gym and they go three times a day and they get this incredible transformation. And some people join the gym. I'm guilty of this also. Some people join the gym and never use their gym membership and they don't get the result, but the gym is still good. The gym isn't like, Oh my God, I'm not doing my job. And what are people going to think about me? And people paid me and they didn't get a transformation. The gym isn't thinking that. The gym is just, the job of the gym is to just hold the space. And so I hold the space and let people have whatever experience they're going to have in there. And I also set boundaries as far as how you can access me, right? It's like, it's not Mm -hmm. one-on-one coaching. It's like, you can come at these times. I coach this many people for this amount of time. And I have really strong boundaries as far as how much access they actually get to me. Gotcha. So for the coaching calls on Tuesday, because I know that your membership has just been growing exponentially. Can anybody come to that? Or is it like the first like 25 people can come to that or to have to like pre-submit questions? Because I know you do, you have your Zoom calls on Tuesday and then you also have like a Friday sort of more casual live stream, correct? Yeah, I do Zoom call on Tuesday. So every Tuesday you get to come and be on Zoom with me. I basically coach as many people as I can in two hours. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> I can get through a lot of a lot of people. I've been doing it, you know, for years now. So I can get kind of to what people need quickly and get through a good amount of people in that amount of time. But what I tell people is you don't have to talk to me to get the outcome. And so there's takeaways for every single person I coach for everyone watching. And a lot of people have breakthroughs that never even talk to me. They just saw someone else get coached and they're like, oh my God, like, and they have the breakthrough and they have the transformation that they need. And I think the group coaching is really powerful because sometimes we don't even know the questions to ask. 
because we've never built a business. Mm. And you're like, I wouldn't have even known to ask that question. But yeah, I am struggling with that. Or I would have struggled with that if I hadn't heard her say that. And so you don't have to talk to me to get the breakthrough, right? I'm like, everyone comes to the call and we all set the intention as the community that every single person on the call gets a takeaway and gets a breakthrough, whether they talk to me or not. And when you come to the call with that intention, you will get exactly what you need every time. Oh, I absolutely love it. And again, it all comes back to do the thing, especially if you're going to do a membership that is aligned to you. Because like you said, it's a it's a constant thing. So with your model, and again, everyone needs to do their own inner work and see what they want. But I know I love to know behind the scenes of people's businesses because I'm just nosy. So <laughs> with the membership, is it open like, all year round? Do you like sort of play around with that? Like what kind of goes with that? Yeah, I'm still figuring out how I want to do it. So the first year we had it, we did quarterly launches Mm -hmm. and then I switched it to being open all the time. And now Mm -hmm. we're going to go back to launches. And I just honestly really love launching. And Mm -hmm. the thing with Evergreen, I think is like, it's great because it brings in revenue all the time, but you kind of have to be pitching and selling all of the time. And I really like the vibe of just selling it four times a year and we bring the people in and then it closes. I, that just energetically feels better to me. So that's what we're doing. But you can do it either way. There's lots of people that do evergreen. There's lots of people that do launches. Like I always say, like all of these strategies work, right? They all work. Mm-hmm. It's just figuring out what works for you and your community and your specific business. I absolutely love that. And I'm with you. I mean, we too have stuff on Evergreen, but I like launching. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know I like a lot of people do. I think, again, find the thing that works for you. Yeah. And the community, my community gets so hyped every time we do a launch. It's really, really fun. And so, yeah, it, I hear a lot of people talk about launches are draining or launches are hard. And that's just not my experience with launching at all. I think they're fun and they're great, right? I don't even think they're honestly not even that much work for me at this point. Right. Because you dealt with your own inner thoughts and feelings and now you have a team to help you out and do things. Yeah. Yeah. I love my team. They're the best. But it's also just like I'm a content creator. So I'm Mm -hmm. on the internet all the time helping people whether we're launching or not. So it's like Mm -hmm. If we're launching, I have specific things I talk about, but I'm not really doing that much more than I would be doing anyway. It's like we send emails, I go on Mm -hmm. camera, we do all those things every week anyway. So it's not really that much more work for me to launch in my brain. Now, you've recently added something, I don't know, maybe new, maybe you've had an iteration of this in the past. So you've got your membership. And that's sort of, I like to call it like the bigger community, which is paid again, guys. And we've talked about this and people do have to have that quarterly commitment. Cause like you said, you're not going to change one person in 30 days. Like, thank you, diet industry. That stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. But you have honestly, something called, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, honestly, most people stay in there for a year. So people come and pretty much everyone does not everyone, but most people stay in for at least a year. And then when they feel kind of complete with the work or they're ready to move on and do something else, they do that. But our retention rate is pretty phenomenal for a, for a membership. I was going to say, and I think, again, it all comes back to doing the things that you love because that's going to come out. When people can feel that like you're labored to hang out with them or labored to actually create stuff, like they catch the vibe of all of this. So 
recently, and I'm aware that this might air a little bit past, I saw a new offer that you had, or maybe, no, you've had it for a little while, and it's called Empire. So what is the difference between Empire and your actual membership, which I realized we've been chatting about it, and I don't think we ever said the name. So what's like the membership that like anybody can join quarterly, and then what's the difference between that and Empire? So I have the Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind, which is my mm-hmm. coaching membership, the big group. We call it the big group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the big same. Group of people. And then I created a smaller container called Empire, and that's where you can come really do this work with me at a much deeper level. So it's six people. They get a call with me every Wednesday. They get a module every Monday. They get access to me in Slack all week. They We just do a lot. They get a private podcast. So it's just more access to me. I feel like I just need to be around someone that thinks like me and I need to be around other entrepreneurs and I need to play at a higher level. It's really for women that are like, I'm ready to go all in on this and make a commitment and really make some big changes to the way I think and the way I kind of be in my business. And we do all of that work together in that container. It's a very powerful, transformative 90 day container. Oh, so that one's also quarterly. Now, would people have to apply for that since it is such an intimate container? So yep. that way you can make we sure it's apply, the right vibe of people? We apply and I pick the six people that I think will go best together and are at the right stage for the program. So we open up applications for it at the beginning of every quarter and then people submit their application. And then if you're picked, you submit your deposit and all that stuff. Oh, I absolutely love that. So before we go ahead, because I mean, I could talk to you for so long and about so many things. If you could give the listeners sort of one action item or one thought to clear up or one feeling, what would you like them to start doing today to whether get out of that messy middle, to get over that indulgence of confusion? What do you want them to do? I would say anything that you've had kind of rattling around in your brain, like any decision you've been putting off, I would say just commit to make it right now. Just decide you're going to do it or you're not going to do it and then go all in on that decision and decide you're not going to indulge in doubt about it anymore. And like I said, you'll either get the result you want or you'll get the lesson you need. It will be fine. Um, But you just want to not let that stuff live rent free in your brain. Mm-mm. So where else can people hang out with you? I know that you've got your podcast and you're active on Instagram. Tell us all the places. And of course, we're going to have them on the show notes as well. Yeah, I have a really awesome free Facebook group. You can come hang out with me there. I do live streams in there and answer people's questions. And I just randomly pop on there and hang out in there. And then the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. I'm the Faith Mariah at Instagram. If you want to see my dog, <laughs> I feel like he's really the star of the Instagram. <laughs> Very cute. He's very cute. He's very spoiled. So, but I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, there's one other thing because I wrote it down because I know that both of us would forget. Could you tell us about the 1K Today that you have training? Yeah. 1K Today is a workshop I have about being in the mindset of making money now. So, I see a lot of entrepreneurs in the mindset of someday my business will make money and they're kind Mm -hmm. of delegating making money into the future. The problem is that's like chasing a carrot on a stick. The energy of making money someday in the future never translates to making money today. 
And so I have a workshop called 1K Today that's about getting in the energy of making money now. The business needs to make money now, not someday in the future. Maybe it will make money, if that makes sense. Absolutely love that. And that's completely free, right? People don't have to pay for that. Yeah, it's a free workshop. It's really good. You guys should all go definitely go watch it. I should be charging for it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's with most of your stuff. But like it's kind of like when this is what you do and this is who you are, it's like there's just so much more. It's like there's no way I could possibly contain it to what? A 30 and 90, even like a 20 or two hour presentation. Like there's just so much. Yeah, we talked about this in the Facebook group the other day because I was on live and someone was like, you know, I listen to the podcast all the time and I'm in the face free Facebook group. Like, is the mastermind really that much different? And not even me, the members in the mastermind were like, you're getting literally nothing. You're like, you're in the less good Facebook group. You're not on the Zoom calls, which are really, I mean, really special. You don't get to come to any of the co-coaching. You're not in the better Facebook, like they were just like, no, 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 there's so much more, which is so true. Right. And I think when you're in alignment and in your purpose, it's like, I could never give away for free what's in my offer. Cause my offer is so powerful. I absolutely love that. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today, Faith. And we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.